Is it hard for you to talk about your sexual wants, needs, and desires? Well, you're not alone. It's hard for everybody. And that's no pun intended. Are you hard right now and can't talk about it? Well, if so, this podcast is for you. Uh, hi, I'm Toby. I'm from the band Emory. I've also led a bunch of men's groups with the True Man Experience. And uh, I'm working on this podcast with Dr. Stormy, who is an amazing sex coach who has helped so many people. And that's what we're here to do. We were here to open up the conversation. You need to be able to talk about your sexual desires, your wants, and yes, even your needs and where you can take your sex life with your partner. So sit back, relax. We're taking listener questions. We're going to have a great episode. Join us because this is the sex education you always wish you would have gotten. All right, we're back. How are you doing, Stormy? I'm it, good. How are you? It's interesting. We were just talking before. Your your name is Stormy, and you're dealing with storms for your son going back to oh, school yes. and all of that. Yes. I, I, yeah, I mean, the Florida hurricanes are a real thing. <laughs> I know, and 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 uh, kids needing you never ends. It's it's the most beautiful thing and one of the most exhausting things that you'll ever experience, and you wouldn't trade it, it for the world. True. Somebody uh, came up to me on this last tour and just asked me. He said, "Man, you got any? I'm thinking about having kids, but you got any suggestions or like tips about how to be a dad or whatever?" I was like, mm. first of all, don't wait because there's never a good time to have kids, and right. it's the worst and the most fulfilling, best thing you'll ever do." And they're both. That's so. Well said. At any moment, mm-hmm. you know, it could be any moment. You can go through the worst thing ever with your kid, or the best thing ever, and you never stop loving them, no matter what. You just—it's so true. It's such an amazing journey and adventure. And I yep. say all the time, my son is my greatest teacher, my greatest joy, my greatest challenge, all wrapped up into one nineteen-year-old yep. young man. <laughs> that's right. And it takes sex to get them here, so that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> I'm excited about this topic because, okay, I will give a little bit of detail about myself. Today's episode is called Central Massage Secrets, and I'd like to learn a few more secrets Secrets because I actually, this, this is going to sound like I'm just boasting or silly. I love giving my girlfriend massages because, mm-hmm. because I'm touching somebody that I'm really attracted to. So it doesn't, like, I don't feel like it's a burden. Okay. I don't know. I, I mean- Oftentimes it does lead to sex and I know that that might be the case, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't. And it's just really Mm -hmm. not like the touching is really just nice. Like I just really like Mm -hmm. that, that Mm -hmm. closeness, that, that way of making her feel really good. And it's not Mm -hmm. even involving, uh, you know, my penis or Mm -hmm. or anything, you know, it's just like, you know, some of the, the uhs and the moans are the same. Mm, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. These fingers, like you always say, you have ten fingers. You have to work. So I'm excited about this episode. Yeah, beautiful, and I love that. Like, right, it is such an act of service to your partner to to give to be the giver of essential massage, and it's absolutely amazing to be the receiver of essential massage. So, our desire for all of our listeners and watchers on this episode is that you feel that you like understand what it is and have some some actual tips to try to bring in essential massage to explore. Um, a, a, you know, and again, hopefully, you get to give one and and receive one. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm really excited to get into some of this because I think it gets um right. We talk in many episodes about broadening foreplay and. And central massage is an incredible way to do that. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I will say too, like at Marriage Supply, we sell some massage oil, and it it makes it so much better. I think mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. adding oils and and really planning mm-hmm. it. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about that, but I really like the idea of 
planning it, make, you know, you got your towel out. If you're using oil, if it's on your sheets or on your bed or wherever you're mm -hmm. at and just planning it, it just really makes everything really nice. So let's get into it. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. That's awesome. So yeah, I mean, central massage. So we're talking today about central massage in a couple, in a partnership uh, that you also there are professional sensual massages, right? And that's a maybe a different episode, but we're talking today about sensual massage for, for couples as a tool uh, for couples. And it's just a really beautiful way to incorporate the sense of touch into sexual activity. Like you said, Toby, like you're like, I'm doing great with these 10 fingers, right? Like to really bring consciously and thoughtfully loving, sensual, erotic touch into your sexual exploration. That's what the purpose of it is. You know, and it, it, it's also... I was thinking of how to like define it. It really focuses on the erogenous zones, which are zones of our body that, that touch that that with a sense of touch you can bring that bring pleasure. And we tend to like, like I say so many times in different episodes, we tend to be very myopic. We think erogenous zone equals genitals. It's like, well, one of many erogenous zones is our genitals. So, mm -hmm. you know, really it, it helps to broaden that pleasure experience for, for both the giver and the receiver, ideally. And I like to think, you know, I want to invite our listeners, it's really more than foreplay. Yes, it's an amazing foreplay tool, but it's really more than foreplay. Like, so the intention is really therapeutic and healing. Like you mentioned, maybe your partner dissolving her stress for the day, right? Really offering an act of service. So the, the, intention being therapeutic, not sexual, it often leads to sex. It often leads to sexual encounter, but that's not the goal, right? So the goal is pleasure and connection, not orgasm. Yeah. You don't say want, that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> the goal is, is pleasure and connection, not orgasm, right? You're right. You're not doing and a one minute massage here to get to the, the <laughs> penetration. It's going to be a little, exactly. spend a little time. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And it's really this, it helps to take us out of the orgasm focus that we have in our culture. Right. That's one of the main things in, in our sex one-on-one podcast, like to really give you guys, arm you guys with sound information, education to be better lovers. And when we take the focus off of orgasm, the irony is we have better orgasms, right? When we take the focus off of it, we have better ones. So really like, again, that kind of focusing on pleasure and connection in the central massage, um, is a really key thing. And just some of the benefits before we get into some of the how-to um, for couples, it's really about deepening your emotional connection, your emotional intimacy and your physical intimacy, right? So that physicality, but also the emotionality, right? It's a really loving act of service to give and offer your partner essential massage. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I like and that. That's one of the things that I really like about it is that I know after a long day, you, you know, your feet are mm -hmm. tired, your, 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 your calves mm -hmm. are tired. You've been doing a lot. You've been stressed and all this stuff. It just, it really, you're right. Like that act of service feels so nice to be able to give that. Like, cause like when, when your feet are tired, you've been on your feet all day and somebody rubs your feet. It's like oh. heaven. Yeah. Like you are appreciative. You're like, man, right. I didn't know I needed this this much. Thank you. Uh, you know, I mean, like, totally. and, and that gratitude, that thankfulness really plays out into the rest of your relationship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right. And so, and even too, like, we'll get into that with the how-to, but like, think about your hands. Like, I don't know if you've ever, hopefully you have, even if it's been a professional massage, had your palms and your hands, you know, massaged. It is yeah. so heavenly. We do so much with our hands in a day that is is business, you know, like it's just the logistics of life. And so having someone really rub your palms and your hands feels so phenomenal. Um, so yeah, we're going to get into that a little bit more in the how to, um, but the other thing, another benefit is obviously we talked about releases stress and tension. So oxytocin, the love hormone, lots of endorphins, all very, very, very good things for our brain, for our body, for our love partnership. Yeah. 
I love that. And and what we're talking about too, in a little bit of a way is we neglect self-care a lot. And I think when mm. your partner helps you do self-care, man, what a, what a great gift. What a, what a, mm. you know, I mean, you do need that. You do need like, I, I'm telling you massages work. I I used to work at a, uh, with some older ladies at a antique mall. <laughs> I had a mm-hmm. job, one of my first jobs at an antique mall. And I saw a man who could barely walk after getting massages, w- start walking again. And That's he, amazing. and so th- these, these little moments that you can take for yourself and for your partner at just, they just add up. It really is about wow, self-care yeah. and healing and, and totally, connection. you know, I love that. I hadn't thought about that like that. Like that's the great reflection. Wait, if your partner, if in, in body work and massage really should, in my opinion, be a part of all of our self-care. Um, but if, you know, if your partner's had a long day or super stressed out and you offer this to them, you are literally implementing self-care for them. Right. And what a beautiful thing to offer your partnership of like, Hey babe, like, you know, I got you. I got you. This looks like something you really could need. You really need after your long day. Like what yeah. an incredible offering, right? So it's a really, then that's where that emotional intimacy comes in, right? It's really, uh, if you, I've been on the receiving end, I've been in the giving end. And that's the other invitation is I want to invite our listeners to, we're going to get, get into that in a moment with the how to, but when you're in giver, if you're the one giving the sensual massage, just be in full giver, be in full giver mode. And if you're the one receiving, be in full receptivity mode. So one of the tips I have is don't, don't give and receive like one, you know, keep it separate. You can, if you want to do both in the same night, go for it. Um, but often just be the giver. And then the next time you can be the receiver, right? So it helps it be a little more clean because also one of the things that happens a lot with the female brain is like, Oh, it's probably long enough in my massage. I should probably offer him one. Right. And so that takes us out of our experience. So it's really clean and really great to be in full giver or full receiver for the sensual massage. Yeah. We're not doing 69 massages, not 69. (laughs) positions. That might be like logistically very challenging. Just, just receive. You don't have to give and receive at the same time. Just receive. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, honestly, even me, Sometimes I feel a little guilty. I'm like, man, they've been massaging totally. for already five minutes, and uh, is there, are they getting mm-hmm. tired? Are they and uh, not allowing that person to give steals a little bit from them. That they most oh, likely your partner absolutely. loves you in in a in a in a re- good relationship. Your partner loves you and wants to give. And if they've offered yeah, a massage, absolutely. let them do that. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the beauties. Like that's what with a professional massage, you know, whether it's sensual or not professional massage, it's like you're paying for 60 minutes. You expect 60 minutes. You get 60 minutes. You don't feel guilty about 60 minutes. Yeah. But in the in the romantic world, we tend to be like, oh, that's probably long enough. I should probably switch with them or, oh, my gosh, or, you know, this is taking too long. All those things that keep us out of our experience, keep us out of our bodies, keep us out of our pleasure. So, you know, this you might even say it's just another tip that just popped in. You might say to your partner, hey, babe, like I'm going to give you essential massage tonight. Um, I want you to just relax. I've got you. The whole thing's going to be about 60 minutes, right? Like even giving them a, a time frame might just help their kind of calm their nervous system a little bit. Yeah. So that might be, which is actually brings me to the first uh, tip, which is setting the scene, right? So when I say setting the scene, this is tip number one is including, like you mentioned, like you said, marriage supply has some great massage oils, right? Like use massage oil. Don't just use yeah. the Lubriderm that's under your sink. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know where I haven't seen Lubriderm in a long while, but I just, that white bottle just popped in my mind. So. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> okay. So, so my childhood it, just showed oh, up. Totally. And I can literally actually smell it as we're talking about it right now. But, um, so part of setting the scene is the senses, right? So that intentionality, but also our senses, right? So be yeah. thoughtful, get some massage oil. I will say if you are a man offering the massage to a vulva body person, um, 
you might also, I recommend also having personal lubricant, having sexual lubricant um, there, which you could also get with a marriage supply. And, and, and the, because the reason is like a lot of the massage oils that'll be great for the rest of her body are not going to be great inside of the vagina. So either have both or just use something like coconut oil that can be used over the whole body and in the vagina. So being thinking of, but that's, you know, the, the, the lubricant for the body, lubricant for the vulva and vagina, and for the penis, like are all things to consider when you're choosing the oil, but definitely have it and have one that smells yummy, that delights yeah. you, that delights them, right? Yeah. Setting the scene is about thinking about the sense, the sights, the smells, the sounds, the tastes, right? Maybe you're going to have, you know, champagne or strawberries. I mean, get whatever you want to do. You get to create the scene as the giver of the sensual massage. That is so great. You're right. Like I, I think a lot of times I think about a few of the of those tips, like, like just this a part of the setting. But you're right, uh, a massage when you go pay for one, it's it's expensive, and they set up this whole mm-hmm. room for you, just for you, with all these things. And so if you can do that for your partner, not only are you saving money, but also it really sets the tone of what's going to happen tonight, and everybody's at ease, and everybody can enjoy it. And mm-hmm. and that that that's a great point. Like, uh it's funny. My girlfriend made fun of me this week that I'll just, I never realized this, but okay. So one I'm, what is it? Uh, I'm mid. Is that what the young folks are saying? I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm basic, I'm a basic bitch. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I bought these candles from, from Costco, but they mm-hmm. changed colors. Right. And uh-huh. for whatever reason, last time I gave her a massage, I turned them to like the, the purplish pinkish color. Uh-huh. She was like, you like this because it reminds you of like Motley Crue or something. And I was like, I think I do. Like I'm in a band and I play it, but I've never done that before. I've always grown up, you know, just Christian and, you know, uh-huh. and I, my room looked all kind of purplish and pink and it cool. did kind of set a little bit of a rock and roll vibe or something. Yeah. And it was kind of fun. So it was a fun night for us. Like, totally. and I didn't even realize I was doing it. I was just like, Oh, that, that color kind of appeals to me. And it mm-hmm. occurred and maybe even just because I was enjoying it. Uh, but yeah, totally. I, I if you set the mood, it really, it really does set the mood that it sets it a tone really for the rest of the night. Right. Totally. Right. It really does. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, it might be candles. It might be LEDs, like lights, like you just said, it's like, really give yourself some time to be like, wow, what turns me on? What turns my partner on? This does not have to be elaborate. It's just intentional. Yeah. Um, and just to geek out for a little bit, in my, in my OT world, that's my area of expertise is sensory processing. So our senses, but just to kind of quickly geek out the reason sensory input works to put us into our body, to put us to, into where, which is where we can experience and receive pleasure is by where we process sensory input in our brain puts us into the thinking part of our brain. So let's say your partner is spinning out with stress, just the sensory input alone will help him or her to ground, be more present in the body. So that's like why it works, but it's just yummy. It's just yummy. It's intentional. It's like, you know, in, in a lot of times the one thing of the prep, the prep, you might want to put a, another sheet down. So you're not worried about getting oil on your sheets, right. right? Like, you know, this is all the thoughtfulness that goes into it ahead of time. Yep. 100%. I love that. Beautiful. And then the second tip is the energy that you're going to bring to it, right? So if you are giving a massage to your partner and you are literally doing your to-do list or thinking about what show you're going to watch on Netflix when this is all over, like that is not going to be a great energy to bring it. That is a distracted energy. Your partner will sense that intuitively or intentionally. Um, so it's really that what I recommend, and this is what I teach to my clients, and I certainly practice myself, is bringing in the energy of, there's three energies, the energy of adoration, right? So this is your time to adore your partner. 
When was the last time you really adored your partner? Okay, I think that's a great question for us to think about. So the energy of adoration, then the energy of devotion, right? This is a devote. You are in devotion to your partner's body, to what they bring to your life, to your relationship. Maybe they're the, the parent of your children, who knows? Um, but you're really in, in devotion. Again, how beautiful. When was the last time you were right. devoted to your partner, yeah. right? Um, and then the third energy is curiosity, right? This is an exploration. There's curiosity, what feels good to your partner. You know, also like what feels good to you. Like maybe long strokes feel really good to you as the giver of the massage. Maybe using the palms of your, the, the heel of your hand feels better than the tips of your finger, right? It's a curiosity and exploration of, for both of you. Yeah. So those are those three energies are a great way to, again, set the tone even, even further. Yeah. And your energy of the giver will really help your partner relax and enjoy it mm -hmm. more. So definitely be aware of that. The energy, not just, okay, I'm going to give you a massage because I know it'll feel good. And I'm going to get, get through this. Like if you can just allow yourself to go, I am giving, I want you to feel so good and, and you will feel good from that. That That's the thing that I mean, totally. yeah. And I mean, that's the, when you forget about yourself a little bit and just mm -hmm. give, gosh, you get so much in return. It's crazy. Absolutely. Right. And this is a tall call to action, but do not be giving a central massage to expect sex. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. It is, it is, is giving, it might lead to sex. There might be an openness there, but it, that's different than having the intention of, or the desire for as like the, as your motivation. So as what you're moving towards. So really, again, that's being in that full giver and also full receiver. Cause it also can be challenging. I know personally, when I received my first central massage, I was, I was, I'm a, I would say I'm a codependent recovery people please in recovery. So I was like, oh, it's probably long enough. I think they've been doing it long enough. You know, all these stories that are really common. So be, give yourself permission to be in full receiver mode if you are the one receiving the central massage. Yep, you're right. Awesome. So then the next tip is, I really like this. Uh, I think this is an important part. This also sets it aside from just like a quick rub of the shoulders that you might be offering your partner is you, before you start, so you now set the scene, you brought the correct energies, you brought these like powerful energies of adoration, devotion, and curiosity. And then you ask your partner, um, what are their boundaries and what are their intention? So this takes it into a practice, right? So their boundaries literally might be like, you know what, my knee on the left side is super sore. I just don't want you to rub my yeah. knee. Like, I don't want you to touch my knee or I have a cut here and don't like whatever. Or it might be like, you know what? I don't want any genital contact today. Like, Hey, whatever the boundaries might be, you're having this conversation stated conversation. Um, and so, and it might be like, I got none, no boundaries, right? It's right. like today, right? So whatever it is. And then the intention is what are you both bringing? So you get to offer your intention as the giver and ask them their intention of as the receiver. And this takes it into a whole different kind of practice. It, it brings in the intentionality. And it's again, rather than like the quick rub of the shoulders. So that's yeah. the next step. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Once again, this is kind of what we always say communication. If you can just tell mm -hmm. someone what you're wanting, what you're looking for, and then allow yourself to accept that it's going to be so much better. Totally. Yeah. And it really, it really takes it into practice. And many of the episodes you hear, and, and I teach in a lot of sacred sexuality and tantra practices with my clients and practice them myself. It's like looking at all of this, all of the lovemaking, all of the sensuality, all the sexuality as, as a practice is a really different mindset and orientation. So that intentionality is what starts to make it a practice rather than just an experience. Yeah. Um, and so the, so the next tip is um, we often start at the top, recommend starting at the top. So the, the, don't forget about the face the face is a beautiful place um, to start. So scalp face, you know, head starting at the top. So you'll notice we didn't start 
with the genitals. Right. <laughs> okay, we started far away from the genitals, right? <laughs> okay, so people hear central massage and they like go right for it and you're like, whoa, okay, right? So we yeah. start at the top to give your partner a chance to get turned on, a chance to relax, a, a chance to settle into their body because pleasure lies in our body, right? So starting at the top with what we would call quote unquote, a regular massage, okay? So however that you're gonna do that, we're not, this is not like professional massage therapy school, don't need to be a professional masseuse. Okay. I want to hear you. I want you to hear me say that you do not need to be a professional masseuse to give a phenomenal sensual massage. Abe. Okay? So just think about if you've ever had any massages yourself or how your partners described, do they like harder? Do they like, they like softer? This is an exploration, but just start with what yeah. you quote, quote, and quote, a regular massage at the top of the head. Okay. Yep. And going slow, working your way down. Okay. And let's say you're giving, you're a man, you're giving the central massage to a woman in this example, like don't go right for the breasts. Like they have a stomach and they have shoulders and we have arms, like, right. So we tend to like go right for the, the genitals or other really well-known erogenous zones. So start slow. And that's the beauty of a the central massage is we, it really focuses on the erogenous zones. So the erogenous zones, like I said, are just places that touch can, can build pleasure. We have so many, like depending on who you read, there's like 30 erogenous zones in the human body. But what I'll say is it varies person to person. So again, the exploration. So like the armpits, the lower abdomen, the mouth, the neck, the breasts, the buttocks, the shoulders, the lower back, obviously the genitals, right? These are all erogenous zones. So what feels erogenous to your partner? What feels erogenous to you, right? So getting really exploring, going slow. And then when your partner is turned on, relaxed, starting to feel build, building in that pleasure, then you can go to the genitals, okay? Um, so that's kind of like the, the, the stepwise fashion. Um, with When it gets to the genitals, it's like we've heard, and, and please go back to other episodes, like do not go right for the clitoris, do not go right for the head of the penis because our partner needs time to really build that arousal, really build sensation, yeah. build trust, build confidence in the feelings. So, you know, start around like, right, the cre the, the fold of the, of the inguinal fold, we call it, right, around on the sides of the genitals is a great place. Like there's a lot of nerve endings there, the tops of the, of the thighs, the buttocks, right, all before going to the genitals. So, and when it gets to the genitals, like explore, don't go right for the clitoris, don't go right for the head of the penis, explore all of the genitals. Okay. And uh, one great thing is this is a great tip to try to bring in is you, this is a great time to ask them to help, right? So you can ask them to touch themselves, ask them to show you, ask them to guide your hand, give you feedback, right? How do they like to be touched? Where do they want to be touched? This is the time where you might bring in a toy. Really, the sky is the limit so long as we are in consent and we're getting asking for and giving feedback. Yeah, you're exactly right. One of the, one of the things too for fellas, and I've had the same experience, is when you're giving a massage, most likely it, it's almost always, uh, your partner's naked. And so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and, you know, their tops off their bottoms off, whatever. And so it is a turn on, you might be turned on, but mm -hmm. recognize just because you can maybe quickly be turned on visually or whatever that might be, your partner might not be there yet. So like stormy, so, you just yeah. said, go slow. Just because you're turned on doesn't mean they're there yet. Now they might get there really quickly mm -hmm. if you, mm -hmm. you know, but, but remember you are giving, you're not, th this isn't about receiving in this moment. And so when you, when you get there, you're right. And cause a lot of times I remember, especially when I was younger, I'll just be honest. I was like, Oh, I'm massaging. This is good. Now, uh, you know, I, I massaged the back for two minutes and now I'm to the butt, <laughs> the butt. 
And I'm like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> my, uh, right. part of it was like, wait, hold on. I'd like a, just a little bit longer on the back, you know, uh -huh. <laughs> like you said. And, and I didn't realize in the moment because I was turned on. I just thought, oh, we are turned right. on. But you got to go slow mm. and realize that. And it takes a while. But, you know, I'm telling you now, they might not be turned on as fast as you are turned on. Right. That's so, so awesome. Right. Like, um, right. And how beautiful you're turned on by your partner's naked body, by the fact that you're offering them this massage and by who they are. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. But you're in giver mode, like you said, and just, you know, letting them really savor and be in the experience, right. Not rushing through. So this is a, like a luxurious, savoring, lingering experience. Right. Yeah. So I, you notice I didn't give specific strokes or specific plans in this area, because what I will say is trust your intuition, ask for feedback, listen to their nonverbal cues, Okay. Um, as far as like letting someone finish, meaning like letting, letting your partner orgasm or helping them to orgasm. Great. If they do fabulous, that is again, not the intention of a sensual massage. Right. Um, and I can say personally, like I, it's rare for me to orgasm with this sort of massage for that's not my, that's for me is not at all. Like I'm like that I've got toys for that or my partner, right. you know, for that or whatever, but this is about really the exploration. So know that that's not the focus. Maybe they orgasm. Maybe they don't. Maybe you go on to sex. Maybe you don't, but the, the experience is not about that. Okay. So that feedback piece of like, you know, like if, if you're wondering, like, do you like this or do you like this is a great question, right? So asking for feedback, listening to their nonverbal cues and, and really pleasure for pleasure sake. It's sort of the, the, the mantra for this, right? It's pleasure for pleasure sake. It's not pleasure for sex sake. No, it's not pleasure for orgasm sake. It's not pleasure to get the massage in return sake. It's pleasures for pleasure sake. Yeah, you're exactly right. Beautiful. And then, you know, however your massage concludes, like I always recommend what I call aftercare. So that's like, you know, maybe, maybe again, maybe your partner has orgasm, maybe not. Um, but you, and again, don't, don't like if your part, if your partner's pleasure is building and, and that you want to take them, they want to go to orgasm with you. Great. That's awesome. Um, but the aftercare piece, what I call it, is like, it's like a check-in, right? So maybe you're snuggling with them or like, you know, maybe you're just sitting there and, you know, it's great to like look at each other or hand on, on their heart. Like, how was that for you? How was the experience of receiving? Right? And then you can offer to them how it was for you as the experience of the giver, right? So checking in, like, what did you love? What would we do differently next time? These are like, I mean, because I recommend making central massage a part of your practice, right? A yeah. part of your, a part of your foreplay, a part of your sex, a part of a, your practice, right? So the aftercare is checking in. It also gives you a time to really connect to be like, you know, wow, I really loved that. I had, I found myself distracted at the beginning, whatever it is, like there's, you know, countless ways that that could go, but that kind of check-in aftercare feedback really helps with the emotional connection. Yep. 100%. I'll say this too. Once again, just, uh, experiencing this years ago. And now one of the things I've learned too, is when you give a massage, crazy as it sounds, the person gets really relaxed. So sometimes mm -hmm. it really won't lead to sex. Even a right. sensual massage, a regular massage or a sensual massage, it won't lead to sex because your partner is so comfortable and you've done such a good mm -hmm. job and you've loved them so well and cared for them and helped them feel really good that mm -hmm. they just want to lay there and maybe relax. And so be prepared for that. Like you might, 
you know, th- there might could be a little frustration. Like, oh, man, I thought I was going to have sex. But that's mm-hmm. not your partner uh, turning you down. It's more that you've done something so amazing for them that they are actually still enjoying that. And mm-hmm. so just be aware of that. You can, you know, you can finish yourself off or you can, you know, mm-hmm. there's lots of things you can do to make sure your partner gets to enjoy that because it's all the way. It's not just the massage. It's the after, like you said, it's every, mm-hmm. it's everything. And all of those things are, are caring for your partner. So be aware mm-hmm. that if it, that like like you said stormy this isn't trying to get to the sex you're not doing this thing just as a mm-hmm. bridge to get to sex you're actually this is the pleasure you're offering them mm-hmm. and whatever comes after is maybe bonus or fun or exciting mm-hmm. or something you share together but it might not happen and that's okay your partner isn't rejecting you they're actually really enjoying this amazing pleasure that you gave them mm-hmm. that was really well said well said mm-hmm. all right uh that was great <laughs> so that's what I recommend. I recommend trying it, uh, exploring with it with your partner. Uh, if you you know want to know more, uh, I do offer a, a complimentary discovery call for anyone. You can uh, book that on the website, lovedeeperlab.com. Um, and we'll put that in the show notes, but you can, I do offer a 30 minute complimentary discovery call to kind of dive into what are your desires in the space. You know, I coach men, women, couples, and I love doing that. I love teaching what, what we call in the Tantra world, Yoni massage, which is the massage of the woman's Yoni and Lingam massage, the massage of the men's penis. And so this is kind of a, a beginner guide to that. But if you want to know more, like the discovery call is a great place to start. Awesome. All right. I'm a, and ladies, you can give your, your guys essential massages too. I know, you know, it's not just, oh, the guys, yeah. but we're, everybody can get one, you know, oh, yeah. at, <laughs> giving a massage is really an amazing, uh, gift of pleasure that you give to your partner. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's move on to stump stormy. It's time to stump stormy. I got a lot here, so I've been trying to decide which one I wanted to do, but uh, let's see. All right. I'm just going to go with this one. This is, <laughs> this is uh, I'm, I'm a bigger guy. I'm, I'm uh, you know, uh, 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 so this says, what do you think, uh, what is a benefit for bigger guys, guys with a little bit of chub, you know, a little chubby. What is one of the benefits of being chubbier in the bedroom? A study, a 2010 Turkish study looked into this and found that bigger guys have a little bit of a benefit in the bedroom. Hmm. So I guess two thoughts I have is one is a lot of our sex hormones are stored in adipose tissue and and fat. So there might be something hormonal there about having some additional fat stores. Not sure on that one. Um, And then the other thought is um, the this is probably more from like personal perspective, but I, you know, I, I love the weight of my man above me, like, right. That's what that's so that I feel safe under that. So for like, I'm wondering if there's something about the, the, the additional weight, um, helping your woman to surrender. So I'm not sure. Uh, big guys on average last over three times as long in the bedroom. So I wonder why. I wonder if that's the sex hormones piece. Does it say why? No, it just says the researchers found that <laughs> that fat man could keep going for an average of seven minutes and 18 seconds while you skinny fools out there uh, <laughs> only put up a mere 108 seconds. So I'm telling you, my big is king, is- where's my big kings? <laughs> Next time you that's ride by the big and tall store, you, you know, you might you know, oh stop gosh. in. You might want That's to stop it. That is an interesting. I, I would love to know the like 
the methodology in that study. I know. That's amazing. I, I agree. I, I, there is I love some, how you find these. Yeah. See, I learned so much. I learned every, I learned something <laughs> on every episode. Love it. All right. Well, that, that is going to kind of lead us a little bit into our uh, listener questions this week. Uh, remember, you can always send in your listener questions to us. We'll give you the emails after this, but uh, let's get to it. Have a question? We've got answers. Here's this week's listener question. Uh, okay. Our first listener question. Uh, I like touching and squeezing my girlfriend's belly during sex. I find that it really turns me on. At first, she felt a little uncomfortable, but now it's become a part of our lovemaking. Am I weird or wrong for enjoying and getting off to this? And this comes from I'm a handful. Um, so, no, you are not weird or wrong at all. Okay, that's the first thing I want you to hear. Um, the belly, actually, we just talked about this in this episode, is an erogenous zone for many of us and there's actually even like a belly fetish that has its own name i think, it, I think how you say it is elvinolagnia elvinolagnia mm. the fetishes all have really wild names but that's a belly fetish right so whether this is a fetish or preference doesn't matter um but it is an erogenous zone for many okay um i also love that she was open to it and it's become a part of your love making that's so beautiful and a testament to the two of you and your communication on that so that's great. Um, and then the only other thing I would say about it is like, you know, be curious to for you to explore. Is it also a turn on for you to have your belly touched or rubbed? And that might be something to like get curious about and maybe explore just to kind of take it another step. So, yeah, that, that's great. And I think that I just want you to hear that you that is not weird or wrong at all. Yeah, um, it was interesting. I was, uh, told my girlfriend about this question and she brought up an interesting point that a lot of times guys are very attracted to like bellies, like when their partner's pregnant or, mm -hmm. you know, like, like I think a lot of times our society has told us that uh, a belly is to be get, gotten rid of, you need mm -hmm. to get it thinner, you know, mm -hmm. and there is so much beauty in that and, and it is a turn on. And so, yeah, I think you're right. Stormy, as long as your partner is enjoying it, there's, no, there's nothing weird or wrong about that. If, as long as you're not trying to mm -hmm. hurt somebody, like if it's an actual turn on for you and you find mm -hmm. it sexy and fun and she finds it sexy and fun, I think, it, yeah, go for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next question. My boyfriend and I were talking about fantasies, and he said that he has fantasized before about having sex with his ex while we were having sex. He told me it was just a fantasy, but I can't help but feel jealous feelings, and I'm worried that he has he still has feelings for her. Is this type of fantasy normal? Um, and the first question I have, too, here, Stormy, is I'm surprised he even told her this. It feels a little bit, but maybe he felt really honest that he could tell her this and she wouldn't feel that way. But I would feel like if you were having sex with me and thinking about your ex, that would I would probably definitely mm -hmm. feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. so that, that's just my mm -hmm. personal actual mm -hmm. feelings. I don't don't tell me mm -hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And that's beautiful. That's a, like a preference that you have about communicating about fantasies. Right. So yeah. like the, a boundary around fantasy communication. But I will say yes. Now, the question is this normal. Uh, it's one of the most common fantasies is about wow. uh, they call it like sexual nostalgia. Right. Having fantasizing about sex with an ex is one of the most common fantasies okay so yes it is normal but it's also okay that like it didn't that it didn't feel good to you to hear that right so that brings up toby's point about how i really recommend couples communicate about fantasies but how you communicate about fantasies is up to the two of you to determine right so you know maybe it's like hey you know 
that so the communication piece, like so, ask him, right? You 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 have two questions there. You say, "I'm worried he still has feelings for him, for her." So ask him. Say, you know, when you shared that with me about fantasies, like that part's really stuck with me. Um, it makes me a little worried or scared or anxious, or whatever it is for you. Do you still have feelings for her, right? So this is the communication piece that will bridge bring you guys closer together rather than further apart. Okay. So, and then also to Toby's point, sharing with him, like, you know, I, that like was hard for me to hear because it made me feel jealous. Right. And I love that you own that. Like jealous, we get jealousy gets a bum rap. We all experience jealousy. It's just how we handle it. That matters. Right. right? So I, I felt jealous about that because like it made me feel in comparison or worried or whatever it is for you, right? So that communication piece is really great. And you might say like, in the future, I don't want to know if you're fantasizing, right? Or whatever it is for you. Or you might be like, right. you know, that actually, even though that's hard for me to hear, I really liked, I really appreciate knowing that. So getting to kind of figure out how you want to navigate fantasies with your partner, I really honor the two of you for having conversation about fantasies. So I, I want you to hear that because that's amazing. It means you guys have good communication and the skill that the, the skills for communication. And then, you know, I think, we when so the another question for him might be like when we're in comparison so i don't know if he was in comparison but if you're asking him you know if he's can he work on being more present with you in the moment when you guys are having sex right that's a practice right yeah. we all can be off in fantasy and i fantasy i love fantasy but when i'm working with my clients i want you to work on staying with your own breath staying with your own body staying with your own pleasure staying with your partner right and not being off in fantasy so that's just something to practice it makes you it'll make you guys better lovers it's nothing wrong or bad it's just something to practice that that you guys might be he might be willing to work on with you yeah, I love that. Staying present in the moment. And mm-hmm. and I like that he was honest with you. I think that he mm-hmm. felt really comfortable to tell you that. I don't think he was trying to tell you to make you jealous. It doesn't seem like that's the context. Mm-hmm. Of this. It sounds like they were just talking about fantasies. But a good thing to remember is there were other people in your life and your partner's life before you, and they did have good mm-hmm. times. And it was meaningful. Mm-hmm. And maybe they did have sex. And some of that sex maybe was great and fun and but they are with you now and that's the person that they want to be and so remember that have that confidence even though it it is hard i I would not want somebody to tell me that i wouldn't want somebody to talk about their boyfriend's penis (laughs) right 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 so anything like that you know but but i understand if if some if my partner felt so comfortable about that and i've had some really pretty uh clear conversations with my with my girlfriend about her past partners we've had some conversation about that Mm -hmm. but it was kind of in fun and she does a great job of saying like that was then and i'm with you because of this this and this and and so if you are going to be honest like that make sure you follow it up too with but this is what i love about you i I want you to know that that was my past and this Mm -hmm. is my and staying present in the moment Totally. I mean, so fantasies dictated by memory are very normal. But then what are you what are what are you gonna do with them? And and to your point, Toby, what you just shared shared was great because we don't wanna like ever be in comparison with our present lover with past lovers, because we all have a past. So just staying out of comparison is a great thing to do too. Okay. Awesome. All right. Keep sending in your listener questions. Uh, we sure would like it. You can email stormy at lovedeeplab.com or you can email me, toby at marriagesupply.com. You can get 10% off at marriagesupply.com with uh, code sex 101. And Stormy, you got a lot of stuff they can find with you, right? Yeah. So that lovedeeperlab.com, um, I mentioned that you can, that's where you, they can book the free discovery call. There's also um, a free body connecting practices guide on there as well. So check that out. Awesome. Follow Stormy on Instagram at DocStormy1 
or her TikTok, which is funny and entertainment, and I love it. Ooh. That's how we met. Uh, touching touchy subjects with three S's and marriage supply. Instagram is the dot marriage dot supply. Uh, and as always, remember, knowledge is power. Sex is power. And the world needs more of both. <laughs>